morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. We're talking about the benefits of failure. Negative word. Uh, and what are the benefits? The benefits are of failure that it strips us of our uh, facade. It strips us of our, um, let's say, in inherited values. It strips us down to our soul, to our heart. Uh, some people don't want to know their soul or their heart because they put failure up, put success up, in order to not know the part of themselves that they either hate or uh, don't believe exists. And therefore, uh, when failure comes to that person, they are uh, they do everything to try and create success to avoid <laughs> the experience that failure was meant to give them. Remember. Nature's Bible is all the words in the English language or in the global language. So n nature's Bible is every word. So if you find failure, you've found one of nature's biblical words and it's as valuable as success. So it's very easy to become religious and prioritize success over failure. It's almost like good over sin, good over evil or self over other. I saw a program the other day on the West Bank and a guy saying that the Jewish people are the chosen people. And this sort of thinking splits the world into better than and worse than. And it creates all sorts of um, flow on effect. So failure is as important to a human being as success. And the people who've succeeded have failed as often as they've succeeded. It's just they don't promote or advertise their failures unless they're a keynote speaker like me and get some mileage out of it in order to engage an audience and say that, gee, look at me, I've, I've had trouble, but I've worked my way out of it. Um, every speaker on the planet does the same thing. Um, Anthony Robbins will talk about living in a flat with one dollar. Um, John Martini will talk about drug overdose in Hawaii. And um, Deepak Chopra will talk about being in poverty in India. And every, everybody's got their story of failure or, let's say, um, rags to riches. What they forget to say is they're still in rags, uh, that every second day uh, Anthony Robbins or John D. Martini or Deepak Chopra or whoever it is on the world is experiencing hardship and failure. They just don't promote that. They say that their paradigm leads them to success without failure, So, which, doesn't, which isn't just true. They're getting hardships, they're getting kickbacks, they're getting uh, rudeness and they're getting uh, people that they can't work with and they're getting people who protest and ask for their money back and they're getting all sorts of things. They just are used to it and they accept failure. They deal with it and we deal with failure now in the world, uh, in the electronic world, better than we've ever dealt with it before. We just immediately give the customer their money back. Um, so we know that uh, there will be those things. There will be people you can't please. We try to filter them out before they get to us as customers or as friends or as clients or as um, partners. But that doesn't always happen. Sometimes we have to go through the mire to get to that point. So failure is truth. Failure is the soul. When you die, you failed because you don't live anymore. You have to get used to that fact because at some point you're going to be on your deathbed going, I failed because I failed to continue to live. And so the idea of becoming at one with failure, becoming embracing failure as a beautiful thing, 
as a, as a letting go process, as, a, as an honesty process, as a truth-telling, as a time to do vision, it's a time to break through a fruster into a new realm, it's an opportunity to reinvent yourself. The more often you fail, the more often you reinvent yourself, the more refined you become and the more evolved, the more conscious you become. So I'd be strongly urging you to consider failure a micro-death, to consider it a surrender to truth and a stepping back into a tradition that we've lost in the world. We've lost the ability to go and sit on a rock with a shaman and ask that shaman what's going on because I've failed, what's going on for the future? To be guided. We, we, we are so up in our intelligence that we, we are afraid to die. And we need to die every, every day, every week. We need to die. We need to fail at something, because we will, whether we like it or not. As often as we succeed, we'll fail. And we need to get used to that failure rather than react to it and get depressed or get um, self-abusive or self-harming uh, self, um, uh, and think we've done something and cock something up or try to change something in our life. What we need to do is say, yay, look at me, I'm evolving, I have to let go, something died. And from, from that honesty and that truth, something gets born, and what gets born is better than what died. Has all the ingredients, nature never destroys anything, she just evolves things. The thing she evolves from a death is greater in consciousness, less in number. So if you have to let go of something, know in your heart of hearts that nature is not telling you you've screwed up or you've failed or you've made a miserable effort at something. What she's saying is there's something greater in consciousness, less in number about to arrive as long as you can let go with love, as long as you can die to your soul, die to your heart and therefore have no regret, no remorse, no anger, no vitriol, no uh, wish I didn't, no pain, nothing, just great, that's over, I'm really thankful that it happened, I don't regret having done it, I don't regret having tried, there was nothing wrong with what I did, it was complete. And that's, that's, a, that's a getting used to death, but getting used to death on a micro level, the death of the ego could be called. Okay, and the, ultimately the death of the ego is called falling in love. So let the ego die, you'll fall in love again tomorrow. This is Chris. Have a great day. Bye.